Good afternoon, and welcome to a latest edition of Absolute Browns. I am your host, Darth Batman. Joining me is my co-host, BTB. Yo, what's going on, Darth? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's been a while since we've uh, been at this uh, due to, you know, this, that, and everything else in between. It's kind of been kind of a uh, busy summer, so we haven't been able to get to these as much as we want. But you know what? The NFL season is upon us. The next a week from today, right now... We will be watching the pre, uh, pre-game show to the Browns versus Steelers week one. How does that it's make you feel? It's officially Steelers week. The the long dreaded nightmare has been is over. The NFL is back. It's the shortest season of the year. It's NFL season. I know, right? I mean, you yeah, think about it. Uh, let's see what, including the Super Bowl and Pro Bowl and all that stuff. It's twenty weeks plus. It's actually almost half the year there's football games on, if you think about it. But it feels like it's the shortest period of time in the year. It just, it, you know, those those 16 weeks just go by. Well, 17 weeks, really, just go by so quickly, it seems I know, like. I know. But you also, I, mean, I forgot the Hall of Fame game. You go from, from August, what, 2nd, the beginning of August to uh, the beginning of February. There's football on, and that's half the year almost, and it just seems like it just goes by so fast, because right now we're sitting here, we're talking about week one, and I remember uh, exactly a year from that, a year ago, you were sitting right here in my office with me, and we were talking about exactly what we're talking about, you know, getting ready for game one versus the Steelers. The only difference is, uh, is uh, we have about 50% different roster. That team is pretty, pretty flipped right now. Oh, yeah. And, and for the good, though. For the better. Oh, yeah, absolutely for the better. You know, we weeded out some uh, cancer in, you know, in the locker room that we had. And, yes. Uh, you know, Dorsey made some nice uh, accusations with the, um, you know, pickup of Tyrod Taylor and Landry and uh, mm-hmm. you know, a few other guys as well. Oh, yeah. And, and our, our beloved Josh Gordon is back. Not only is he back, he's going to play the first game of the NFL season. I think well, that's a lot, he's that, not going to start. But, he, but you know, he, that's one thing I do want to I do want to ask you. What's what's technically a starter? Is it that the is first, it you're in there for the first play? No, no, a starter if you play the first play of the game, that's when that means you're the starter. Say uh, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 something to make people go oh about, but really, yeah, he's going to be uh, in there within the first quarter if not sooner and this is me being being you know oh they're, they're gonna punish him by by taking care of himself he's gonna be ready he's gonna be good but to go back what i was about to say is i think this is the first time josh gordon is going to play the opening game of the season since his rookie year because i think he got suspended at the beginning of his uh sophomore season you're absolutely right so yeah if you think about it, yeah this is the first time since 20, what, 13, 2012, 2013? Yes. So, yeah. That he is actually playing week one. And it's going to be I'm, glorious. 
I'm looking forward to it. You know, our offense is, you know, minus the um, offensive line, which is, you know, still got to get a, a couple guys in there, newer guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, being Corbett, if he stays at left guard. Yeah. Um, is pretty much new. Yeah. You know, you, well, you do have Duke Johnson, but, you know, how much are we going to use Duke Johnson on first and second downs? We may use him out of the backfield, you know, in the slot, but primarily it's going to be Hyde and Chubb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, you know, brand new, brand new quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, pretty much brand new receivers minus Josh Gordon. Well, Higgins, you yeah, know, Higgins was there last year. Hollywood. Well, no, actually at this time last year, he got cut. He was cut. Oh, yeah. He was cut. That's right. And look from what he was this time last year where he's not even making our actual active roster to looking like a legit, what, is he third? Third, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he, he's our third wide receiver. Uh, well, second, or no, fourth. He's our backup uh, uh, X, because, or, or according to the depth chart. Because yeah. our, our, well, of course, Gordon is uh, not showing up as the first roster. Antonio Callaway, that kid. Mm, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm looking at the uh, depth chart. Antonio, Antonio Callaway, in my eyes, is going to be a Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah. Or or, um, or an Antonio Brown without the um, uh, hype. Or not hype's not the word I'm looking for. The ego. That's it. Sure. Well, you know he trains with Antonio Brown on the offseason. They're actually very good friends. Oh, I know that. I know that. I, I remember uh, Antonio Brown was uh, tweeting him or something after the – one of his games or something, the first game where he had to play. Yeah, he, he called him. Yeah, he called him in the locker room and mm-hmm. you know said, "Hey, I watched the game. You know, congratulations, blah blah blah." Yeah, uh, which I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm fine with great players helping our young players, mm-hmm. even if they're on our ri- rival. Yeah, sure. I don't care, but you know that 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 does help. Um, so before we, I, I sit here and stare at the uh, depth chart and get lost. Um. Name one player on offense and one player on defense. Since we didn't really get to talk too much about the um, uh, other than the first preseason game, just just to get an overall view, what what yeah. offensive player stood out for you and what defensive player st- stood out for you? Uh, in the preseason, I say offensive players uh, stood out for me, and I'm excluding Baker Mayfield just because it's the obvious. <laughs> um, off, offensive, and I know that's who you're going to say. No, no, no. But, I, no uh, actually, I kind of just mentioned the guy who I was going to say. And offensive kinda... players that stood out to me, um, I think I'm going to name a couple. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with Carlos Hyde, albeit the first oh. game where he really didn't do too much, but, you know, that was kind of – you know, pound Nick Chubb and see what he can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde really had a great preseason. Oh, God. Um, had a great camp. Uh, moving on from him, I would say David Njoku coming back from last year when he had, you know, the plagued drop balls and mm-hmm. even some some in the beginning of camp where he had the drop balls. Yeah. The back end, the back end of his uh, camp really was solid. Oh, his yeah. Pre- his preseason was very solid. Um, I was actually talking to uh, Bernie Kozar's God, and we have a $50 bet going on because he wanted to argue with me about how Najoku was going to suck this year. <laughs> so we put, we put a benchmark on it for 800 yards, eight touchdowns. That's the over-under. I took the over. He took the under. Okay, okay. Now, albeit if, if so, for some reason it's exactly 800 yards and exactly eight touchdowns, it's a wash. Okay. So the bet is the bet we have is it has to be 
it has to be you have to hit eight and eight hundred. So, so you my, can't have you can't have seven. If he has seven ninety nine and ten touchdowns, he wins. Oh, really? So, so what, if he, what, what, what if he had like fifteen hundred yards and only like eight or six touchdowns? He wins. It, it would be the under. Yep. Well, I, that that I call shenanigans on that one because I mean he's. Or well, let's say if he had like fifty touchdowns and like only seven hundred fifty yards it or something like that. Under. But that means he's still good, though. I mean, that means well, just, just to, red zone. I have to con him into taking the bet somehow. He he has a red zone. He's a red zone threat. I mean, say if you just slide him up the red zone, and all he does is you know get five five ten yards per game because he's just catching touchdowns. He could get you know a million touchdowns and only you know five hundred yards. And he still would be considered good. I'll pay 50 bucks to see that. Okay, I w- I, I'd pay that. Yeah. Okay, so David Njoku is one of your guys. Uh, yep, Hyde. And, um, and I would say defensive side of the ball, going to exclude the obvious of Garrett, and, you know, just because it's obvious and, you know, kind of talk about somebody else. Yeah. Um, Brian Body Calhoun had a great preseason. Yes. Um, he's really stepped into his role of, which I'm not really sure what his role is right now. His role is defensive back, you know, whether it be safety or whether it be, you know, nickel cornerback, uh, that's kind of his role. He does everything to a T. He's really a grinder, really a, um, really, a, you know, a, a game guy, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he play, he plays with his full heart and, you know, can really make plays around the football. Always seems to be around the football. Yes, and he was like that last year. I mean, you you and I both loved him last year because I remember he was an undrafted free agent that uh, we we picked off of uh, uh, the waiver wire from the Jaguars because yes. they, and you know if it was any other team, I'd be like, why did you guys get rid of him? And then, but you got to look at the depth that the Jaguars had at the time and safety. <laughs> I mean. It's just a luxury thing to have him, so I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But uh, then he started playing. I think was it mid late season uh, twenty sixteen, and he mm-hmm. started flashing a little bit. But last year he kind of came out there, and this year so far what we've seen in preseason has been just exactly what you expected from Brehan Body Calhoun. Just to go out there, I'm gonna he's gonna do his best to make plays, and that's it. And that's what I love about the kid. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not a superstar, but. The kid can play, and that's what you need. I mean, that's what depth guys are for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, putting him, putting him, you know, even at cornerback, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Terrence, you got Terrence Mitchell back there, Denzel Ward back there. Um, and, you know, he can he can lock down the kind of, you know, the third cornerback slash, you know, safety if Kendrick is out there and so is Demarius Randall. So you'd have essentially Demarius Randall – uh, Kindred, Peppers is going to be out there. Denzel Ward, Terrence Mitchell, mm-hmm. probably, probably I would say EJ Gaines is going to get more uh, game time than TJ Carey will. Um, I can probably see TJ Carey getting cut or you know moved on from if we pick up another player. TJ um, Carey is actually slotted as our uh, set or one of or like a third um, third cornerback right now. But granted, you know. I, you can't really read the official, out. Official depth chart isn't, you know. Yeah. What, what's that coming out? Wednesday, Thursday? Probably so. Yeah, you're probably right on that. 
So you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I I can't see us carrying you know some of these guys that we have. Orson Charles. I've never heard of that dude a day in my life. I heard I heard of him in like one of the preseason games because it was like Orson Charles. I'm like, that's a weird name. And then I didn't hear about him till people are like, we're keeping Orson Charles. Who's Orson Charles? I'm like, I remember him from a play. I think it caught a ball or something. And guys like Jermaine Grace, never heard of him. Yeah, I, I don't remember hearing his name at all. I don't know if we're going to keep um, – I could see us bringing in another receiver. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if we're fine with, you know, the back end of our receiving core being Ratley and Willie's. Um, I like I Ratley. Like, I would have liked to see us keep uh, CJ Board. Um, he may be a guy that can sneak through waivers and you know make the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's hard to say. See, see, my thing is with, with you go back to Damian Ratley. I like him. Uh, one of the, he because he was actually. Uh, the last, uh, was it two? The third, the redress rehearsal. If I remember right, he actually was playing with the uh, firsts, mm-hmm. and that's the only team he didn't play with the seconds or the thirds. The dude is six foot two, two hundred pounds. He he is kind of like your light, light, light version of Josh Gordon. So, sure. um, he he he's a tall guy, and it, I mean, for being rookie, it's worth keeping him around. He could be like, I don't know. I mean, look at Higgins after three years from being a guy who got cut to you know third best wide receiver you have or fourth best wide receiver it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing to have i'd keep I'd... ratley now willie's i remember i think he had a touchdown but that's about all i remember yes. from him no he had the um he had the catch where it should have threw it up to him it should have been a touchdown mm-hmm. but they they said his knee was out of bounds or something stupid like that but it, yeah. clear, it clearly wasn't it was yeah. just a good old ref screwing us again did you did you notice there were a lot of those kind of penalties during the preseason against us it was like all right where are you seeing the penalty itself like offensive that, that game that game when we had like what was it like five freaking offensive uh pass interferences pass interferences dude i think i texted you right after that right after that touchdown i was like who was that on and you was like it was it was Kajus got called for it and i'm like you know where I, I, I wasn't saying he did it. I'm just saying he got called for it. That was it. Yeah. Because like, where, where, where was that? Where is that flag at? Yeah. Yeah. He's nowhere even near a guy when he got you know flagged. Mm-hmm. Well, we we all know how that works with us. Ah, well, you know, well, we threw beer bottles at him, so you know they kind of kind of got the right to hate us. We need to get it uh, easy in here to talk about that game. <laughs> I think he was there. I I heard rumors that he was there. Um, so I'm not, so since you've listed your, uh, offensive and defensive player, um, players, I'm one, like I said, I mean, the obvious is obviously Baker Mayfield. He's looked beautiful out there. The, the kid, the kid yes. can play even when he didn't, he had some, uh, struggles. He was still, he was still doing the right thing. You can't, I mean, he had some issues because of, well, Sean Coleman can't block to save his life, but we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but, uh, like I said, obviously is Baker Mayfield, but like Antonio Callaway, I really like that kid. I really like what I see. Yes, I, yes. I, lo- I like Higgins stepping up. I like, like I just mentioned, I love Damian Ratley, um, the, uh, Nick Chubb and Carlos Hyde. I've liked what they, I've seen from both those guys. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what Seth DeValve does when he gets back. I like the way that Fells has been blocking. I, I think he's he's doing exactly what we're paying him to do, and I'm happy to see that. 
Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he's looked pretty good for, you know, being Tyrod Taylor. I'm happy that, I mean, he has weapons. We actually have a real offense where I'm not, you know, hyping myself up to get overly optimistic and then get disappointed throughout the season. Yeah, you know, the offense looks good, and it's, you know, just not us Browns fans talking about it. I mean, it's getting, you know, pretty good national attention right now of how good this Cleveland Browns team can be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Exactly. And for the defense, um, Jonarda Avery is one name that pops out to me. Yes, this yes. dude is a monster. He's a freak. Oh, that and, like I said, you, you weren't going to state the obvious, but I'm going to state the obvious anyways because Miles Garrett, because you can never talk enough about Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh man, watch I mean everything from him. Um uh, even watching him in the hard knocks and everything. Uh there was one episode where uh they were doing some or they're uh during practice and someone got in his face and he looked like his eyes get wide like he was about to murder the guy. I have never seen Miles look so intense because the dude he's a monster, he's a beast, but he is just such a I mean, his personality is so sweet and kind hearted. You don't expect that to being the guy who is going to murder every single quarterback in the league. Yes, absolutely, I agree. You know, Sunday Sundays you're you're making Ben Roethlisberger wish wish he were retired two years ago, but on Monday you're sitting there writing poetry, listening to music all by yourself, and just kind of chilling out. The dude's awesome. I love him. Uh, Denzel Ward's been pretty good. Uh, last last week or so, uh, J- uh, Jamie Collins finally starting. You know, he's. Proving, you know, hey, I'm still worth being here. Um, and I, I think I think that interception kind of kind of made him, you know. Now, now granted, you know, it, it kind of solidified his roster spot in the 53. But granted, if we cut Jamie Collins or move on from Jamie Collins, who's gonna? Who, we who, who we who do we have? You we, know, we weren't gonna cut him. I just people yeah. were talking about before the. Uh, uh, Kendrick's thing was, you know, maybe we can trade Jamie. It's like, why don't we just, you know, <coughs> keep all of them because we have the depth and why not enjoy the fact that we actually have depth for for change? Not, you know, let's just have the bare minimum. How many times have we gone out there where, I mean, the, today, the exact day, the waiver wire day, where we're hoping to pick up, you know, our third or fourth, you know, wide receiver or, or picking up a lineman to start for us or at least being a backup who's going to play 50% of the time. How many times have we done that in the last uh, five years? Pretty much every year. This year we're like, yeah. like, like I'm trying to keep track of the waiver wire stuff, but I don't see it going to be a big, big drastic improvement from our roster, which is nice because I remember last year we got, what, Treggs and Kaysen Williams, and we were so ecstatic about it. And it's like, yeah, we got wide receivers now, and then it's like you only see them play twice. It's like, well, eh. Now we're like, we don't – I mean – I'm okay with shoring up the back end of the roster, but that's all we actually need to do. Maybe from yeah, other than a a more a, a, a more experienced um, uh, um, offensive lineman. That's about the only thing you could get. That, and I that, just saw a tweet coming through that we just released um, our backup center Austin Redder. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so that that clears up a spot. Now we're down to 52. So I would expect a pickup. Today, within the next couple hours, we had to have somebody in mind to, you know, to yeah. make that move. Yeah, yeah. And more less- I, do, I do believe you do have a certain amount of time to, you know, get it back up to 53. Yeah, I think it's uh, 1 o'clock, so maybe by the time we end this podcast, we will know this. Uh, 
you're actually finding late breaking news right here, right now, right before I mentioned or right after I mentioned the saying, "Hey, we need to shore up our offensive line." We cut one of the guys, so we're hopefully, if we are smart football guys, because we know we have football peoples, um, that we would, um, you know, shore up the offensive line. That also means currently we have currently, which is you know, like you said, maybe within the hour, only have one center on the roster. Yes. Now, albeit. You know, Corbett can slide over to center, or, you know, something can happen. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, um, was there any, was there any, um, cuts that you saw on the initial, the initial 53 that kind of stood out to you? Um, stood out because I know their names, and this is not including the Hard Knocks guys. Um, just because, well, that's the only reason I know their name, well, other than Orchard, because he's been there. Uh, I eat Kajuice because that's the only yeah. reason. I, I mean, if we didn't have Hard Knocks. No one, no, none of us would know who Kajuice was other than the three plays you saw him play. But uh, three season, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, days just because I like the guy. Uh, he was good, but I understand because I mean the depth out uh, running back is uh, pretty. Yeah, good. you're not gonna you're not gonna keep four guys, and you're not gonna keep days over your rookie yeah. over Hyde or over Duke Johnson. Yeah, um, he would be a nice guy that I don't think it's gonna be able to happen, but he'd be a guy that's nice. To, Nice guy to try to sneak on the practice squad if possible. I don't see that happening. Uh, another guy was um, Danny Vitale, and that should and I get it because of the injury waiver stuff. So more than likely, uh, there's a chance he could be back in week three because I was reading somewhere it says you have to wait so many weeks till the the, the injury claim thing, blah blah blah, or whatever. Sure, but that also means no fullback on the roster. So you're but, talking about sing, single back sets or. A lot of snaps out of you know out of shotgun. Well, that that that, that was uh, I was kind of reading the, the the whole Orson Charles thing was uh, a he's a, he's a good blocker, kind of using him in that fullback blocking scheme as a blocker instead of okay. having uh, for right now. So that makes sense to me. And then another guy, and I understand this guy is uh, 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 Brantley. Yeah, I, it was shocking, but I get it. Because the Brantley, guys the Brantley guy, will get picked up. Brantley will get picked up quick. So will Nate Orchard. Yeah. Somebody will pick one of those two guys up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially that uh, pick six from Orchard last week. Someone will have to pick him up for a back end guy. Yeah. You know, with even with uh, you know the latest news about um, the cut on the offensive line, that does open up the door for possibly bringing Sean Cohen back through, or Drango back through, or Anthony Fabiano back through. One of those, one of those guys could come back through. Not saying it will happen, but well, well, hold on. We got some breaking news. Uh, we have claimed linebacker Tanner Vallejo and defensive lineman Carl Davis. Okay, so there, there's there's two guys. So sounds like, sounds like we're going to the playoffs now. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure who either of the guys are. One's a linebacker. One's a defensive lineman. Uh, Tanner Vallejo was out of Buff- uh, Boise State, was f- on the Buffalo Bills, um, was a six-round pick, last year's draft, was played on the Bills last year, had four tackles, um, and that's his entire career as a NFL player. So, And then we have Carl Davis. And he is Carl Davis is a guy who plays 
from the Baltimore. Who came from the Ravens? Uh, okay. So hopefully, uh, let's see here. Carl Davis is. Yes, we're doing this. We're doing a live read right here. Ooh, here's a third round pick in 2015. Uh, Looks like a couple depth guys. Yeah, out of Iowa. Um, 30 total tackles. Had a he's had half a sack. Uh, came from Iowa, like I said. Um, six foot five, 327 pounds. Um, looks like a guy. He wore the number 94 for the Baltimore Ravens, but yeah, that's about all I have on those guys. But yeah, I just figured I'd let everybody know why we're reading this. Cause I'm, I'm kind of following the waiver wire stuff as we go here, because I know that it was going to happen. So, uh, get to get back to what you're saying, um, or what you asked me, I'm going to ask you the same question about any surprise, uh, cuts. I would say my, my only surprise cut, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have a surprise. Actually, I you know what? Maybe would say Kajuice just to keep Orson uh, Charles, but you know, kind of like what you said, he's a good blocker. Mm-hmm. You know, can kind of fill fill in for that uh, fullback role. Yeah. Um, as far as like surprises, I don't know. I don't really see any. Um, Actually, you know what? I just realized one, and it's because I thought he was a depth guy, and just because of uh, where we saw him play in preseason, I was going to say Spencer Drago because he played with the first. I mean, Grant, he played most all games just because he w- he had the most experience uh, playing this uh, preseason. Yeah. This is why I expected him to stick around, but obviously. I mean, Dor- Dorsey, Dorsey did do a really good job about, you know, loading up every position he could with as much talent as he could, mm-hmm. you know, so. Oh, yeah. He pretty much. You know, like, like, the, guy, the guys that got cut for the guys that were kept, you know, and I, don't, I don't see any surprises out of there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, there, there was a couple of, you know, like I said, it wasn't like a shocker like uh, uh, when we cut. I can't remember. I know last year we did. There was a couple of guys who were like, "Oh wow," uh, but you know, um, shoot, lost. Pre- oh, it's just because I thought he was a, he was a decent enough depth guy to keep around with the most uh, uh, experience. But eh, yeah, it is what it is. So I think with that, we should take a quick break here. Come back, yes, and let's do our overall. Let, let, no, let, let's. Yeah, let's do our overall uh, season predictions. You know, just just basic win loss losses sure. and see we could, how we can come up with ten and six. Uh, for those who are listening from last year, uh, we both slated the Browns going ten and six. Uh, we, granted, we weren't picking the same team or same games to win and lose, but uh, we were obviously bad at this. So if you're going to use, we missed it by we missed it by just a hair. Yeah, just one or two games. We were very very, <laughs> but we're on. Hey, we both got six of them right. We can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, that's, so, not bad. that's not bad odds no, no 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 so let's take a quick break here and we'll come back here and we will break down the uh uh season and then from there we will give you our week one game preview sounds good see you back in a minute guys all right sounds good Be a Browns fan, you have to be mentally and emotionally tough. 
because they keep coming back week after week, loss after loss after loss. It's not easy. You have to be relentless, you have to be persistent, and you have to be tough. Like LeBron said, nothing is given, everything's earned. You know, it's a town of hardworking people here to support their team. I've been buying season tickets since 95. I love coming here on Sundays. This is like church for me almost. We never quit and we never give and we're here every game and we don't leave until the sun goes off at the end of the game. It's a family out here. We come out here every week, win or lose, rain, shine, we're all here. It's something that keeps us together and it creates an emotional connection to the family that you have of Browns fans. Supporting through anything. Through thick and thin, good times, bad times. I'll support them to dying end. It's the hope for next year. It's the hope that next year, this is the year. And I'll never let that hope go. To me, it's just always going to be there. And we are back. Uh, last segment, we were talking about, you know, preseason players and all that fun stuff. Now we're going to get into the, the part where we, we, we are the most accurate at. And this is guessing our record for the season. Uh, we will go through, not really go through breakdowns of every game, but, you know, just kind of say, you know, which team, home, away, or whatever, and go through that. And just say whether or not we think that we can win this game or not. Um, like I said, last year we both predicted 10-6. So let's see how this works out. So um, game one, we, we, we both know we are playing Steelers at home. Yes, at home, uh, home opener against the Steelers. Uh, another year in a row where we take on the Steelers. You know, I, I just got to say it. I, it's it's going to be a loss. We're not, we're not going to win that game. I think it'll be a hard fault battle. I think we'll be in it. I don't believe that it's going to be something stupid, you know, like block punt. Um, Antonio Brown catches, you know, some miraculous pass, you know, to give him the win. Um, I think it will be a good game, but uh, I do see it uh, being a loss. I still believe there's just way too much talent on the Steelers squad um, and not enough. I say not enough gel behind our defense to um, outpower their offense. Their offensive line's pretty solidified. I don't, you know, I don't know how big of a game that Garrett himself can have in that game. Uh, Antonio Brown's going to catch passes. Juju Smith-Schuster's going to catch passes. Uh, albeit they don't have too much tight end depth right now, so that may become in our favor. Um, Le'Veon Bell may or may not play in that game. But I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, they got Antonio Brown, they got Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I'm going to I'm going to slate that down for a loss for us. I am actually going to say a win. And to keep it brief, I'm just going to, because we're going to go into the actual breakdown of that game here after this. I I, I um, actually no, I'm going to wait until we get to the breakdown on that and why I think I'm going to, we're going to win that game. So we're moving on to the Saints. Um, we are playing at New Orleans. Yes, at New Orleans in Dome. Um, I'm going to chalk that up for a win. I think that Breeze is, you know, the, the our game speed is going to be too great for Breeze. Um, albeit they don't have too many good offensive weapons. Um, you know, as far as receivers go, 
Uh, they do have a good run game, but uh, we are shutting down the run currently right now. Um, I think we're going to look good in that game. Their defense isn't too stacked. I think we'll be able to outpower them and uh, come out with a W. Well, I'm actually going to say a loss, uh, and I'm just going to chalk it up to uh, Drew Brees. That's my that's my my thought. Drew Brees. Drew Brees gets the dub. Drew Brees gets the dub. Um, Jets. Jets at home. At home. Uh, What do you got? Sam Donald's going to be the starting quarterback uh, opening up week one. Will he make it to week three? And what will we see, Darth? Um, I'm going to chalk that as a easily as a win. Um, I I think. Sam Darnold's going to still have those growing pains. Obviously, week three, not, I don't remember. I'm not sure which two games he or which two teams he plays beforehand. I think he's going to. Um, I, I think that they, they lack some depth and stuff. Excuse me, and they're going to have some issues. Um, if, and we're going to be playing in a veteran quarterback out there. Our defense is going to um, have everything, you know, shut down and our offensive our offensive line and whatnot are going to all be gelled up together and we're going to have some uh 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 stability there okay okay uh i'm going to chalk that up for a w as well we're going to take it into what are what will we be two and one now and in my eyes yep um same and same and you just you know flip flop first two games Mm -hmm. um i believe like you said sam darnold it's you know I, i think the game Hasn't slowed down good enough for him. You know, the little bit of tape I did watch in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of going back to what you said, they lack depth, especially in the defensive back end. Um, and they lack depth at running back as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, exactly. Uh, so, week four, Oakland. Uh, the new laughing stock of the NFL. Um, it is at Oakland, which is always a tough place to play. They do still have Amari Cooper. They do still have Derek Carr. Um, that's going to be a tough one. I'm going to have to give the Raiders home field advantage in that one. It's always a tough place to go play. I'm going to have to mark that down as an L. Ouch. Ouch. Didn't see that coming. I'm going to say that's going to be a win, and I'm going to chalk that up to Chucky. Okay. I.e. I. Gruden. So, Is it? Just to touch on it, is it is it funny that like two years ago, three years ago, we were sold our souls to the Devils to get John Gruden in here, and now it's like, oh, glad we dodged that bullet. Uh, yeah, I mean, you go back, Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly was kind of the same thing. Harbaugh. Yeah. I mean, look at what he's doing in Michigan. <laughs> uh, makes me laugh. So, week five, the DBN meetup game. We will yes, be we there. Will be, we will be at that game week five against the Ravens. Uh, it'll be my birthday weekend, so we'll be celebrating that that weekend, and uh, hopefully we can pull a W. Um, and I, I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say it's a loss. It's a AFC North opponent. I just, I just don't think our team is at that pinnacle point where we can be tough in the division for opponents to play. Uh, our division's always tough. We don't have, and I'm not going off of, you know, who we got and who we, who they got. I'm just going to chalk it up to, you know, we're just, we're just not there in the division to come away with that win in week five. Uh, we just, you know, maybe maybe later on down the road, uh, final game. Um, I don't know. The, the Ravens can probably be playoff contenders this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to chalk it up to a loss. I just don't see it. 
See, uh, this one, I, this one's a 50-50 for me. I can talk to myself into thinking we can win this game for certain reasons, and I think we could lose this game for certain reasons. And right now, I'm going to say it's going to be a loss. Uh, main yeah. reason is because I'm going to be there. But yeah, kind of, kind of going back to what I was saying, and you know, so it sounds like you agree with it. You know, we're just not there. I mean, I, I can see we could be there. I mean, especially if, like, like say from what I'm going off of, like, say we we beat Pittsburgh at home, we lose against New Orleans, but also we go beat the Jets, and then we go to Oakland, beat them. We could come in there strong. Yeah, yeah, we, we could come it. in there and roll in there and be like, you know what, yep. you know, say Flacco looks less flat or looks more Flacco-y than bat or then that and also you got look and i'm comparing this to, to last year's games it's like there was a few of these games even against these rivals of ours that we came close to winning and it was just because we lacked you know you know real football players as uh, meathead likes to say it uh that, that that caused the issues and it's i mean th- th- that's the thing is this this is why it's tricky uh, this is why this is fun to do and this is why generally most of the time people get this wrong so mm-hmm. Uh, so from that, let's move on to we are next week. Week six is versus the Chargers at home. Chargers at home again. I am going to say we're coming off that tough loss from the Ravens. We always play the Chargers tough. Um, you know, we're, we are known to beat the Chargers. Chargers aren't known to really beat anybody. They're not known to be any powerhouses. I think we're going to come hungry off of that Ravens loss that we just have and get a W against the Chargers. See, this is also another one to me. If they're all healthy, it could see. I could see it as a loss. If they're not healthy, which generally they're not healthy by week six, sure. uh, they could be. It, 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 we could be a win. I am going to favor the the. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna go with a loss right now, just just because. Uh, just because, I want to okay. be wrong on that one. Are you you are writing yours down? Correct. Oh yeah, I'm keeping track of all this. Okay, me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. What do you got on that one? All right, so... Jameis Winston should be back by then. Yeah, but now they're this starter. Sure. Uh, so I, I, I kind of see that team as a mess right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, just So I'm, I'm going to chalk this up as a win. Because I just see him as a mess right now. Without and... getting too, yeah, without getting too far into it, they don't have... Uh, they lack a solid running game. They lack a solid um, defensive linebacker core. Um, their their coaching staff and their you know projected starting uh, quarterback is kind of a mess right now. Now, who's to say what it's going to be like in Week Seven? Uh, but I can see those first three games, everything spiraling out of control for them, mm-hmm. um, and they're just kind of you know kind of coming into Week Seven, losing focus on the season. Um, and, you know, albeit I am going through every game talking about the Browns like they're all fully healthy and everybody's yeah. you know, playing. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're going we're gonna to write that down as a win. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. I also, oh, yeah, I already said that I had that as a win. So we're going to we're going to Pittsburgh now. All right. Going to Pittsburgh. I think we're going to shock the world on this one and come out with the W. I think that by the wow. time week eight goes around, Pittsburgh is going to have some injuries rolling. Um, albeit what I said about them in week one, I think that their season is not going to be as good as people projected to be halfway during the season. Now, week eight, I can see Ben Roethlisberger going down, uh, somewhere within those first eight games. And, um, who, who is their, who do they have as their backup right now? Uh, Dobbs? Dobbs, yes. 
Okay, yeah, because they cut... Um, Landry um, Jones. Yeah, they cut Laundry Jones. Uh, so they got Dobbs. I could see Dobbs starting that game. And, oh, they have Mason Rudolph as well. Fantastic. Even better. So I'm going to... I'm going to write that down as the Steelers are going to be beat up um, between now and then because uh, they do have – well, I'm not going to get it – well, I can get it to week eight a little bit because we're not um, – Yeah. We're projecting week one coming up. So, you know, yeah, like I said, by week eight, um, you know, their, their schedule is just as hard as ours. I mean, you know, they're going to they're gonna play um, – who is it? Let me look at it real quick. The Ravens twice, um, the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Bengals and the Chiefs after they play us week one. So that's going to be a very, very tough schedule for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three division games, playing the Falcons and playing the um, Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to be beaten and banged up. I think we'll be able to tweak that out. We're going to carry the win streak for three wins in a row, beating the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Wow. Um, I'm not say this one is going to be a hard fought game. Um, but I, I, I see, I see this as a loss and, um, just because I, I, I think they're going to be figure everything out. They're going to figure out Tyrod with us in that system. And I'm also going to make a secondary prediction of not win or loss. But I'm going to say right then and there is when media starts questioning whether or not Baker should start. Okay. Just because. We know we know Cleveland media. That that that's that that's when you're gonna start hearing those whispers, you know. Baker, Baker, Baker. So yep. so we're got that's my secondary prediction right there. Okay. Okay, so after we leave there with you having us beaten the Steelers at their place, we are going to go back home and face the yep. Chiefs. With Going back home to face the Chiefs. The win streak rolls on four wins in a row. We're going to chalk that up to another W. Wow. Four wins in a row. And I and I think kind of going back to what I was saying about the week eight and when we beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. that's going to be when it sinks into everybody's head. This is the turnaround right here. We are, we are turned around. We are in the right direction. We are a real team. We are not the laughing stock anymore. See, this is one of those other games. I could talk myself into winning. I could talk myself into the, the, the big giant mystery card right now is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Is if Patrick Mahomes can look like Patrick Mahomes from last last or game seventeen or week seventeen from last year, or I don't know. I haven't really been able to pay attention to him out in preseason, so I'm not sure how well he's been doing. So it could go either he's way. Had, he's had some bad. He's had some good. He hasn't set the world on fire in preseason. Okay. Okay. You know. So with this being a home game and everything. I'm going to join you. I'm going to say we're going to win this game. Sure. So from that, after four wins in a row for you, uh, we now wait at home for Atlanta to come in there and play. Uh, Yep, we wait at home for Atlanta to come in and play, and that's going to be a loss. Uh, Atlanta's just too tough of a powerhouse right now. Uh, They have a really good squad. I'm going to chalk it up to a loss. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I think it's going to be a loss. Um, and then what? Then we got the bye week. So where do you have us sitting after the bye week? Uh, bye week I have us is let's see one two three five and six five and six, and you have us. I got. How do you have five and six? 
I don't I'm not good at counting. <laughs> see what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, five and five. <laughs> you have us at six we're, and four. We're winning the bye week. We're, we're winning. <laughs> Woo! I, I gotta say, uh, I, I, I gotta, gotta sit. In, I gotta sit in right in Brian uh, Hoyer territory, right at six and four. Six and four. Wow. wow. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Right after the bye week, we go to Cincinnati. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, Mm, that that win. I'm just going to win. Okay. I am going to chalk that down for a back-to-back loss. I think it's going to be one going into bye week, one coming out of bye week. Uh, after ripping off four in a row, we kind of come back to reality a little bit. Plus, i got to give it to Cincinnati. I think that by the time week 12 rolls around, they're going to really start the Joe with Joe Mixon. Um, they also have Ross, at receiver, who I think is going to be a very, very good player for them albeit if he stays healthy because he does have a little bit of injury bug behind him. Mm-hmm. They still have Andy Dalton, which you could say what you want about Andy Dalton. Uh, he still is a decent quarterback, and they have A.J. Green. Pretty good defense as well. Uh, being at Cincinnati, I'm going to give them the home field advantage and marking down his loss. Okay. Okay. So from that point, we go from Cincinnati to Houston. I'm going to chalk up Houston to a W. I don't think that by that time, by week 13 rolls around, that their quarterback's going to be able to stay healthy again. I'm going to go ahead and put him down for another injury. The Ted Washington belly curse rolls on for them, and we pull out a win. See, uh, and that's why it's another one. It's like, all right, can they, can he, uh, Deshaun Watson stay healthy? Can he look like the player he was last year? Does he look like RG3 from the year before they got caught from the uh, Redskins? Uh, yeah. JJ Watt healthy? Is anybody healthy in that team? Does Bill O'Brien know what he's doing? Uh, so, but I'm gonna say, in a perfect world for them, and we're—I mean, because if we're gonna assume we're healthy, I gotta assume they're healthy. So I'm just gonna chalk that up as a loss because we're down in Houston. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, then we got the Panthers at home. Um, I'm gonna be real short on that and say we're not on the Panthers level, and that's gonna be a loss. Uh, yeah, I th- I'm, gonna st- I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. And then- moving on, moving on from that, we are Mile High Stadium, the Broncos. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna say win. Okay, just because. Well, just because it's the Broncos. <laughs> okay, I can see that being one of those. Little fluke games where we should win, but we don't. And since it's at Denver, I'm going to mark it out as a loss. Ouch. Ooh. So I think that I think that I'm trending, and I, I did pre-fill the pre-fill this out before we got into the show. Oh. Um. So I'm, I did making this up as I go. Well, I didn't. I didn't really. I kind of looked at the schedule and I just rolled through win loss win loss win loss, oh, and now I'm kind of like. Didn't even do that. I honestly had no idea who we were playing and when. So I knew okay. we were playing the Steelers first, and that was about it. Okay. So Yeah, uh, I think that, that can be one of those games that, you know, we should win, but we don't. And because it's at Denver, I'm going to chalk it up as a loss. But I do have us winning Week 16 versus the Bengals, um, kind of going back to getting back on track and maybe being in playoff contention. Um, that would put us, I think, if I'm looking at it correctly, that would put us at 
eight and seven after that win against the Bengals. Yeah, eight and seven mm-hmm. if we beat the Bengals. Um, I think that would put us in playoff contention to need those final two games to maybe clinch a wild card against the Bengals and Ravens. Um, it is at home, so I'm going to give the Brownies the home field advantage in that one and get the the fan hype going. Uh, crowd takes over, 12th man takes over, and we squeak out a win at home week 16. I'm also going to agree with you. I think it's going to be a win, but I think it's going to be a monster of a win. Ah, nice. I think it's going to be like uh, Thursday night football back in 2014. Andy Dalton Ooh, gets Horner benched. Wreck. Exactly. Andy Dal- or Brian Hoyer looks like uh, 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 Peyton Manning, and uh, Andy Dalton looks like uh, Deshaun Kaiser with both hands tied behind his back after uh, 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 drinking a fifth of vodka. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, so now we are coming into the finale at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to say, kind of like what I said about Cincinnati, rolling in and having us at 8-7 going into the Ravens. Don't think we're quite there yet. Um, I think we're going to get swept by the Ravens this year. Kind of knocked back down to reality, but closing out the season with an oppressive 8-8, eight and eight, uh, the Ravens is going to be a loss for the Brownies. Uh, I think it's also going to be a loss. I, I agree with you on that one. Okay. Uh, just, just, yeah. I, I, I mean, the, yeah, just kind of leave it as that. Okay, so I got eight and eight for the season. What did you come up with? Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight and eight. Hey. Oh, right. <laughs> How do we do this, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. And we're not even picking the same teams, and I'm winging this off the top I go off my head. So somehow we're at eight and eight. So, we're not even in the same state. I know, right? Eight, so, eight hours apart from each other. Two years in a row, ladies and gentlemen. It's a miracle. This is why we do the show together. This is why we love each other. We picked the same record two years in a row. Exactly. All right. So, um, hopefully. I want to touch on kind of the schedule a little bit. Um, kind of like what I was saying. I think that we're going to have a couple wins and losses beginning. We're going to rip out that four-game win streak. Show everybody and have the confidence. But I think that, you know, coming into the bye and out of the bye, Let's see, I got a loss-loss, and then, you know, a couple hard-fought games and a couple losses down the line, you know, just to kind of, you know, say, hey, we, you know, we ain't really there yet. You know, I, I just don't think we are really there yet. Okay. We could be. I mean, there's a couple games that I did pick losses for that, you know, are easy wins. Mm-hmm. Could be easy wins. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Especially... Especially like the you know the the Raiders game that I picked the loss yeah, for that yeah. could be a win you know I mean, the same with uh, the like, Broncos game yeah exactly so so now that we got we got the records so here another question since since we can actually when does what week does Baker start does Baker start at all this week year mm. if Tyrod Taylor gets injured yes but only if Tyrod Taylor only, gets injured only if an injury so so you're essentially gonna say he's not. I mean, hey, if, if if we roll into the bye week and we're freaking, um, what, uh, 0-10, then absolutely start the kid. You no, know, no, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, based off your prediction on the wins and losses, do you see us trying to put Baker in there before the, uh, before the end of the season? No, because if, now... Because, look at it, say, say, let's say, yours is, uh, we're... Atlanta lost, Cincinnati lost, Houston we win, uh, 
Panthers lost, Denver lost. Do you think we try to start him the last two games there? Because we are now, I mean, and that's going to depend on, you know, uh, where the playoffs no, stack. No, because we would, we, the last two games we would be 6-6. Six and six. But the thing is, we had just gone 5-1. Uh, and one. Just 5, or 4-1, or 4-1 and one, four and one in five weeks. Do you think uh, uh, someone will be clamoring for, because now it's like, all right, let, let's get the kid out there. The season's not, oh, I mean, we've done well for the season. Playoffs are almost non-existent. Let's bring out Baker. Bring out Baker. Bring Baker home, Cincinnati, and demolish the Bengals. No, because I I don't think I don't think it does your team any good to give up on Tyrod in that situation when you could essentially win those last two games and sneak into the playoffs as a wild card at uh, nine and seven. But this is you saying we're going eight and eight. Well, yeah, I mean eight and eight with Tyrod Taylor is is great, mm-hmm. and I think that. After that eight and eight season with Tyrod, you shake his hand and say thank you, good sir, and you keep Stanton on the sidelines for coaching, and you roll with Baker coming into the twenty nineteen season. Okay, so you. I, I do not want, I do not want Baker to play a down this year if he does not have to. Okay. Um, even you know, even coming like off of the bye week, you got to remember the way I wrote down my the schedule and the wins losses. I had four wins in a row, and then the loss to the Falcons, which is, you know, the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And then the loss to the Bengals, you know, in Cincinnati. And then, you know, we're still going to be, you know, we're still going to have a good record after that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still going to, you're still going to be six and five after that. And then you come into the Texans, you're going to be seven and five after that game. And then you play the, you, you know, you play the Panthers, and I chalked up the Broncos loss just because, I gave Broncos home field advantage in that one. And then you, you, you really can't put it on to, you know, hey, the season's over when you're, um, what, seven and, what is it, seven and six? Mm-hmm. But he, 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 no, seven and seven. He, here's where I'm going to go with this on this. Uh, you, you're forgetting one aspect, and that is the um, Jimmy Haslam. Yeah. Because, I mean – Let's let, let's uh get you another Hoyer wreck. Hoyer was what seven or we were seven and two at one point in time, and then we went down to seven four, and that's when we started Johnny Manziel. Um, yeah. so say if uh, um uh, Tyrod Taylor had that same kind of bell curve uh, performance like he uh we we saw in twenty fourteen with the Browns. Uh, you don't you? I mean, you can almost guarantee Baker's gonna you, start. You, you. You, you can't put that in Haslam's hands. So you've got to kind of give Haslam credit over the past two years. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. After you could almost see years. that. I, I'm just saying from past experience, I could almost see that happen. And that's why I'm going to say he's going to start week four. Or Baker's going to start by week 14. Week 14. By week 14. So maybe at Denver? Yeah. I think yeah, that. I think Denver, he's going to come out. Denver, he's going to win that game. Okay, I think that ah, that's I don't know, I don't know, man. Playing playing a rookie kid that's never been that far up north playing f- football in Mile High, that atmosphere can really mess with you. Yeah, I think it's a ba- I think it's a bad move. Yeah, I think I think you beginners luck. Keep the kid on the sideline. Let him be full, you know, full go twenty nineteen. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. I'm not going to argue with it on it, but that, that, that's, that's my prediction on it. So, okay, okay, we'll just leave it at that. And so, all right, I think we should take another quick break now that we've gone over the entire season. We both have eight and eight, uh, different wins, different losses. Um, 
And there's only a few of them that we actually agree on that we're going to win. Uh, there's a few that we agree that we're going to lose, but there's only a couple that we agree that are going to win. So uh, let's take a quick break here, come back here, and we will break down week one with the Steelers. Maybe we'll actually remember any of the Steelers players' names this year. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right. The DBN Network. Browns fans talking to Browns fans. And we are back. Uh, some late breaking news here from... Uh, the waiver wire, like I said, we had uh, prior, uh, we as mentioned, we signed Carl Davis, uh, defensive tackle, uh, linebacker Tanner Vallejo. We have also signed, de- signed defensive end and, per- uh, excuse, I'm going to pronounce this wholly wrong, Ifidi Odengabo. That sounds Ifidi right. Odengabo. 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 Uh, Tavir Thomas, cornerback and center. Aaron Neely, Neary, 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 not Neely, Neary. So uh, there's some more guys we've signed. So we'll see what happens. Um, so we did, we did, we did claim a center. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, well, it, it was almost guaranteed the second we we, we released Austin Reader. Uh, yeah, I'd hope. At least I was hoping that was. So it sounds it sounds like we released one guy in game nine. We gained five. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. we gotta we gotta we gotta trim four people. Yeah, yeah, more, and more, that's, more, and that's probably gonna go into the Orson Charles. The um, I don't I don't see us trimming down the offensive line at all, just because of you know how unsure it is right now, and you know it, it is kind of still fluid. Um, the the Devara Lawrence guy, the defensive lineman, could go. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine Grace could go. I don't see anybody in the defensive backfield. Um, maybe Denzel Rice. I don't know if we would get rid of anybody in the defensive backfield. Um, I don't think we're going to get rid of any offensive players, other than maybe, maybe, maybe like uh, Derek Willies. That's maybe the only guy I can see uh, because oh, and they're tied in that Orson Charles dude. No, 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 no. Like I said, I think he's going to be used as a uh, defensive back or 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 a. Uh, um, blocker, an offensive blocker. Is, is, is Seth the valve going to be ready to go week one? That that's also another reason reason why we we keep Orson Wells around. Okay, so Orson Wells, nice. Oh, Orson Charles. See, this is this is the only reason I know who he is because I keep saying Orson Wells or the Worlds. In fact, I even know that because I'm not very good when it comes to literature. Uh, ask any DBN member out there; they know how well my grammar, my talking, my speaking, my writing, and my reading is Billy's arm. So. <laughs> Okay, so now that we've gone through all the excitement and all the hoopla, so it is game week, folks. We are game one. We are here. We are here. It is 1.15 p.m. right now, so in exactly seven days, we're going to be up 14 to nothing on the Steelers. (laughs) Uh, So, okay, 
Now, what are things to watch? I mean, we kind of got into it beforehand, but let's kind of break it down a little bit more deep. Uh, mainly because you, you, you stated, uh, if you want to reiterate what you were saying, why you think or how you think this game's going to go. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think that I don't think we're going to play from behind. I think it's going to be I actually think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, I just don't think that we have the firepower right now to compete with Pittsburgh. Now, granted, their defensive backfield's kind of not as great as it was in the past. Um, I don't know if Le'Veon Bell's going to play. That's going to be a huge factor. Yeah, that, that, that's that, – uh-huh. yes, exactly. Le'Veon Bell playing or not is going to be a huge factor. Um, ben Roethlisberger is kind of banged up right now. I think he was he was concussed um, earlier in the preseason. Uh, that turned out not to – he turned out not to actually be concussed. They thought he was, but he wasn't. Okay. So he was half concussed. Um, With his brain, it may not been doesn't take much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you're you're talking about three Pro Bowl players on their offense, and then factor in Juju Smith Schuster that had a fantastic end of the season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's there's too much there's too much firepower, and I just you know I just don't see it being. You know, a game we're going to win. You know, it's it's it's. I don't know. I, I guess it's 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 more so the history thing of you know, hey, it's the home opener. You know, we mm-hmm. suck at winning the home openers. We have for years. Grant, and not only that, it's, it's Pittsburgh week one. We haven't beaten Pittsburgh week one in how long? You know, well, um, it, it just I just don't think we're you know truly there yet to beat Pittsburgh week one. Now, granted. Granted, week one games are always, always, always across the league weird. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of where, honestly, that's kind of where I'm giving the Browns the edge on that. That's why I think they can win. One, um, the even, I mean, look at last year when Le'Veon Bell did come back. He didn't come back till week one. That was yeah. his first time. He didn't look like Le'Veon Bell week one. Two, we almost beat them, and that's with a block punk for a touchdown and Deshaun Kaiser throwing the ball. Um, sure. Our defense by no Miles Garrett wasn't playing then, um, so you take all those things in factor. That and the, half their tight ends are beat up. Anyways, there are plenty of reasons to go out there and think we or where you could think we could win this game. Uh, like and that's a lot of it. This is why I think we're going to win it because it's week one. They're going to be that, and you got to think half these starters of theirs didn't play much of preseason at all. So you put us out there, we're we're more gelled together as a team, a little bit more experienced versus defenses, and our, our our offense a little bit more experienced versus, you know, starting defenses. Our yeah. defense has been, you know, ruining the league. You do realize the entire preseason we only uh, – our first string guys allowed three points, and that was week one. Three points, yeah. and that was a field goal. A field goal against – and they scored two points. So our defense lost to the entire um, – Two to two to three, mm-hmm. and that's pretty fantastic. Oh man, this is why I think we're gonna go out there. It's gonna be. And when you say, and you, you mentioned low scoring game, I wanna I wanna back up real quick. I would, I would well, like to see what the spread is comes come Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to know game I, time I, too. What's your definition on low scoring? No, 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 what were you saying by low scoring? You know, a bunch of field goals, a couple field goals. Uh, seven, seventeen, fourteen Steelers. Seventeen, fourteen. 
So yeah, I think that's about an average-ish game. May you could see it low. I could see a low score. It depends on when points were scored. Um, okay. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I could I could see it easily being 14-10. Steelers have the ball with you know four minutes left, and you know they you know Steelers have the ball four minutes left, and they you know burn down the clock, give us the ball back with a minute left. We don't have any timeouts. Can't get the ball moving. Mm-hmm. Tyrod throws an interception to Joe Hayden. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! I forgot he was on that team. I forgot about Joe so, Hayden. So, Something stupid like that, like we're you know we're not getting blown out, but I just don't see us clutching that win. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. You, you... And now, granted, I, I just want to throw everybody on Radio Land this that uh, yeah, we did go through our season predictions, but moving past Week One, since this is Week One right now, I do throw my season predictions out of the window, mm-hmm. and I do adjust you know accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we'll go through we'll go through every week of you know. Yeah. Hey, we have the Saints coming up, and you know, do you think we're going to win? Yeah, and you got you could. You, I mean, like like say, like you you think we're going to lose against Atlanta Falcons? You know, well, say if half their team or uh, or you know, uh, Sanu and uh, Matt Matty Ice, you know, both break their hand on a stupid play. Matty Ice throws the ball, his arm dislocates, and it hits Sanu, and he breaks his face, and they're out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think we have a chance to win that game. So, yeah. I Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> we'll see what happens come that game. But now we're in Steelers week, and I did project them for a loss. So I'm going to... I'm going to stick to it. Okay. But I don't think, I don't think it's going to be embarrassing. I don't think it's going to be embarrassing. I don't think they're going to mop the floor with us. Uh, we're definitely not going to mop the floor with them because they are a playoff contender right now. Uh, still, um, like I said, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if Bell suits up or not for that game. Mm-hmm. He should, but it'll be interesting to see if he does. That's, that's, that to me is going to be the factor in that game. Um, thinking about when I said we're going to lose, I just, you know, penciled them into being fully healthy, kind of like how I did with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to keep with mine, and I say we're going to win this game. And That's going to be the culture changer, huh? Yeah, yeah. This is, this is going to be that, look, look, yeah. We're, we, we're, we, we can win a game. See, look, we won a game, finally, after – one game in two years, we're gonna come out there and we're gonna win our first home. We're gonna win our home opener, and or our first, our not only our opener but our home opener in the first time in forever, and that's what's gonna happen. I'm going to say what's gonna be twenty-one to sixteen. Okay. Uh, uh, well, twenty-one sixteen. Well, sixteen twenty-one because you know we're the home team. And the home team is the second score, but yeah, sixteen twenty-one. Uh, Good guys, huh? Yes, yes. I think... So how do you see it coming down to... What do you see it coming down to the wire? Or do you think it's going to be 16-21, we get the ball, then you know, we run out the clock and kneel it, or what? I think um, it's going to get down... It's it's going. We're going to be ahead. It's going to be 16-21. Say there's going to be a few minutes left in the game, and they're going to you know try to get down there, and we're going to lull Browns it. And they, the second we you think you're going to lull Browns it... Uh, either Miles Garrett's going to have a strip sack, Collins going to intercept it, BBC's going to intercept it, uh, Denzel Ward's going to... Honestly, I want Denzel Ward to intercept the ball. Uh, strictly for one th- reason, one reason only. G&T will have... Will, will it be conflicting G&T? Because he's never liked Denzel Ward pick. But for Denzel Ward to cause us to beat 
the Steelers week one well, he, he at just, home. He just doesn't. He just doesn't like the Buckeyes, and that's the only reason why he didn't like that pick. <laughs> I know, I know, but but I, I I I would love for that to be the reasoning right there. We win because of Denzel Ward. Just the ice thing. Just just. just because he has to root for him now. Well, he he's gonna root for him because you know he's not a guy. I hate this guy, but he's on my team, so I hate him and blah blah blah. He's not yeah. one of those guys. But you know, it just make my day better. But yeah, I, I I think we have a good chance of winning this game. Um, also, you gotta think uh, Todd Haley knows the um, their defense. Oh, knows him pretty well. Yeah. So so granted he granted they know Todd Haley's playing, but his offense is completely different than the offense he had last year. Or the, the players, well, knows, the players themselves. He also knows, and he also knows Ben Roethlisberger pretty damn well too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knows his, he knows his traits. He knows his mm-hmm. flaws. He's you know, and you best believe that him and um, Greg Williams have sat down and said, "Hey, listen, you know, it's Ben Roethlisberger. When he does this, I taught him this. Yeah, you know, when he when he does this, do this. When he does this, it means this. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's, I think that's going to help out a hell of a ton, mm-hmm. hell of a ton." This is why I think we have the advantage week one. And okay. Well, one of the advantages. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. See. I just, I just don't see it. You, you, you just, you're just not you. You're not wanting to uh, uh, renege on your on your on your uh, prediction. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely not. Um, but like I said, man, I just, it's just the kind of the history repeats itself. Of it's week one. Mm-hmm. We don't win week one games. It's the Steelers. We don't beat the Steelers. It's week one against the Steelers. We don't beat week one against the Steelers. Yeah, you know? but, but in the past, we didn't draft good quarterbacks. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. We did all these things that we never did before. Welcome to the culture change. This is it, boys. Boys and girls. Hey, that, that and auto folk. That week, one, that week one win in Cleveland over the Steelers is going to be a culture change. Oh, yeah. If that's how it goes down, that place is going to go nuts. Yes. Oh, man. I might hey, have to how, call. How sweet, would it, how sweet would it be if we were a sweet 4 0 coming into week five? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I don't want. No, nope. I'm not. T- no, we're not getting there because last. I'm not getting that hyped yet. No, don't. Don't. I've already been drinking the Kool-Aid all off-season. I don't need to just uh, shotgun the rest of it and black out and then wake up wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> kind of like I did last year. <laughs> you remember, you, I, you were here with me. I was, we were drinking, well, I was drinking beer because you would, uh, uh, you had a good night the night before. So uh, you were playing. I did the it, same thing this year. You're playing it safe. But yeah. you know, I got a little, I was getting a little crazy. And oh man, I, I pretty much shotgunned the entire Kool Aid, and and that entire season was such a disappointment. It was just was hey. there was there what do you think was there more hype going into last season or more hype going into this season? I'm gonna say this one by okay. far. I mean, because I mean internally in our little little group, our, our DB and friends and specifically just you and me for the most part we got super hyped on everything but you know you're hearing from national media about the browns uh i mean grant you got some guys out there who's like oh they're gonna be like a five and six team because they didn't trade for Khalil Mack, blah 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 whatever but you know 
people are talking about the Browns in a, not a negative, not going to law Browns. They did this stupid thing. Law Browns, they did this stupid thing. No, they're going to look like, hey, look at all this talent they have. You got Jarvis Landry. You got Josh Gordon. You got Antonio yeah. Callaway. You got Ratley. You got T- Taylor Mayfield, Chubb, Carlos Hyde. You have a decent offensive line. That's the weakest part is, you know, your left left guard, left tackle uh, uh, combo. And they say it's fluid, yeah. but I don't think it's really fluid. I think he's just like, ooh, shocker, scary. You got David Njoku out there, the, the, the chief defense. I mean, like I said earlier, we've allowed three points the entire preseason where our starters were playing. Three points. And that was week one versus the Giants. I mean... The hype is real this year. Get on the hype train, invest in it now, before it leads the station. You have essentially less than a week from now to get on that train. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's get back into uh, Steelers Week One. What do you think? So you said you said a win. You said twenty. What? You're, are you writing this down? Twenty one sixteen. Yeah. Yep, I got it written. Okay. On. So you said win. You said twenty one sixteen. I said loss. I said seventeen ten. Oh, seventeen ten. I thought you said seventeen fourteen. Oh, my bad. Seventeen fourteen. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'll tell you, I paid attention. Seventeen fourteen. Okay, seventeen fourteen. What do you think is going to be the deciding factor of why we win that game? Um. Actually, I want to. I'm going. I'm going to change this again. I'm going to change my my score. We're going to win still, but I'm going to say it's twenty one four twenty or twenty one or sixteen to twenty four. Sorry. Okay. The two deciding factors is um, we are going to get um, we're going to have two touchdowns. We'll be down, you know, sixteen. I don't know how you can get sixteen, but they're going to get sixteen points. Maybe they go four two, uh, four on two and miss or something like that. Anyways, but uh, get we'll get down. We'll kick a field goal that puts us up because you know Zane Gonzalez here. Um, he's my boy. And then we're going to get a touchdown. And like I said, they're going to go out, try to get a final drive, get up, you know, go f- or to get a touchdown or tie the game. And they're going to fail. The deciding factor, okay. the, the main deciding factor is going to be our defense. Uh, okay. We, with how well our run defense plays, uh, and this, Grant, this is, this is you know, kind of from last year. If it's anything like it was last year, if not better, against, you know, a – Running back who hasn't played a single down a play in you know since last since they beat us or the year or since they lost against the Jaguars, mm-hmm. um, that that's gonna that that I mean that that takes out the running game. We have plenty of good depth at uh, um, the secondary. We actually have a secondary this year. That's it's gonna be our defense. It's going to be the main deciding factor. Okay, and it's it's and I think Miles Garrett's gonna have a sack. Well, you better have more than one sack. Well, that game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you better have more than one sack that game. I mean, I don't know. I, I, call me crazy, but I, I believe that your number one overall pick, generational, should at least have one sack per game. I, I get I it. Mean, I get it. But I, I, I'm, I'm just I, – I'm being – you know, I'm not getting too, too hypey. I'm going to say one sack. It's first game versus, you know, a non-vanilla, yeah. non-vanilla D, uh, offense. Yeah. Steelers are known to have a pretty decent offensive line, so I'm going to say he has one sack. And I think that one sack is going to be a deciding factor in the game. Okay. So. 
Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So what do you got? Um, I got for kind of going into kind of going into their offensive line. I think that's going to be the deciding factor for them. Uh, I think they're going to be able to protect Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to be able to spread the ball around. Um, if Le'Veon Bell plays, I don't know how much of a workhorse he's going to be. Now, granted, they don't have too much depth behind him. They have James Conner and um, Jalen Samuels. Um, that's pretty much it for their depth on running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, their, t- their, their tight ends of Vance McDonald and Jesse James and Xavier Grimble, I don't see them being factors. As a matter of fact, they're all three hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but their offensive line, I think, is going to be the deciding factor of protecting Ben Roethlisberger. I think they're going to keep him upright all game. Um, I don't see us getting to him that much. Miles may or may not have a sack, but I don't, you know, I, I just don't see, I don't see him getting to him that much in the game to decide the game one way or the other. Okay. Okay. So do you have, we have our score. Mm-hmm. We have our prediction. Mm-hmm. Do you have a bold prediction for the game? Bold prediction. Yes. Tyrod Taylor's going to have a better QBR than uh, Roethlisberger. Ooh, okay. Okay. My bold prediction is going to be, I don't know if, I I guess it's kind of bold. I think we're going to have two, count them, two Browns players ejected from that game for fighting. (laughs) And I'm not going to hate it because it's the Steelers. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, I, yeah. but I do, I do see this team being tough, rowdy. I think that, you know, Greg Williams is I'm not saying he's a type of coach that will go out there and say hurt somebody or anything, you know, but um, he is, you know, and that's, and that's the mindset that this team's going to play against mm-hmm. um, when they play the Steelers. And that's the mindset they're going to have coming out of the game, you know, kind of like how Denzel Ward laid that hit out in preseason. I can see him doing the exact same thing to, one of the Steelers receivers, but I don't believe that the Steelers receivers are going to put up with it. I think they're going to push back. And then you're going to have a fist fight ensue. And with that whole rowdy mentality behind, you know, um, our defense, I could see definitely, definitely two ejections. That's okay. my bold prediction. Okay. So now we got bold predictions. Bring back what we did last year. Beer bet. Beer bet. What is your beer bet? <sighs> Beer bet, beer bet, beer bet. Um, so since I went with a score of... 17-14. Since I, since I went with a score of 17-14, beer bet is both of those brown scores are going to be defensive. Okay. Okay. I will I will take that. And let's lay down the rules a little bit. So you make the bet or the bet you think going to happen. I'll take the bet. If you win, that means I get a beer. Or you win, you get a beer. From me, yeah. and if I win, I get a beer from you. Now I yeah. will also make a, my own bet, and yeah. they kind of like say if I win my bet, you win your bet. They cancel out, so there's no yeah. beers are owed. Okay, defense yeah. scores both TDs. What's that? I I I, I I'm you're you're yeah yeah, yeah that, that's both. what I said. Defense scores both of the TDs. Okay, offense scores zero. Okay, all right, and I'm gonna actually now, hold on hold on. Can I throw special teams in there too? Do I do I get defense and special teams? Nope, nope, defense. 
Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Yep, this is why it's a beer bet. Okay. Okay. And I'm actually going to... These uh, are stadium beers, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Expensive stadium beers. Yes, yes. And I am going to... I'm going to actually going to pull bring back my last my beer bet from last year for this game. I'm going to say we are going to the score... The Kaiser has a better better QBR than Ben Roethlisberger? No, no. My, no. My, my beer bet last year was we are going to score on the opening drive. Ah! Okay. Okay. Now, now that didn't work out well last year. No, and by scoring, <laughs> I, that is field goal. I'm, I'm, I'm including field goal. So, okay, a score. It, we, we, we come up with points where we are having more points than them. Well, unless a score. Yeah, we score points. We're not. We yeah, we don't have zero okay. points. Okay. So, so even if something crazy happens where. We throw it down there and we fumble it, but the Pittsburgh player picks it up. But yet he runs back into his own end zone and runs out of the back of the end zone for a safety. Well, actually, something kind of like that did happen with Kelvin, or not Kelvin, ben, Travis Benjamin with the uh, Chargers last year. No, I'm not going to include something like that because, well, it would technically be a score on the first drive. Yeah, but I'm not going to include that one. I, I, okay. will, I will say something crazy An like offensive that. offensive score yeah. on the first drive. Either a, running t- either a running touchdown, throwing touchdown, or field goal. That's it. Yeah, sure. sure. Okay. Okay, we'll take that bet. So, we'll take that bet. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I think with that, uh, we are going to wrap this week's episode up. Uh, we will be back after next Sunday, possibly Monday, Tuesday. We will see. And we will give you highlights from last week's game, or that next week's game and all that hoopla sounds good to me man all right well we'll see you guys next week go browns go browns steelers suck oh yes all of my life waiting for you just to be by your side and to see it through and you'd call my name but what would you say If you knew my place, then who are you? Oh, and you call Down an anchor stare And if they told you what Then why are you standing there? All of my Hello, I'm Ashley Carmen. I'm Caitlin Tiffany. We're the hosts of Why'd You Push That Button, the Verge's show about all the choices technology forces us to make. We're back for season three, talking about questions like, why do you delete your tweets? And why do you type in lowercase letters that make you seem like a serial killer? And why are you on an exclusive dating app? You're not that special. We're releasing a new episode every Wednesday, and you can find this anywhere you typically find podcasts, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. So go ahead and subscribe and check us out.